AI. They're gonna take over the world in, in this podcast zone. It's okay. Maybe the AI version of the podcast would be better than the podcast it probably we do. would be. <laughs> I like when uh, we get some help with the descriptions that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun to read. You should see them unedited. Oh They're really God. fun to read. <laughs> one of these days I should just put in, I should just like go into one of these chatbot AI things and be like, write a description for the episode of the podcast that is about this and just put it in there totally unedited and see what happens. Oh, my favorite one was about the Amityville Horror House when it's like, today on Parababble, yeah. they interview Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, from the grave. Yep. The DeFeo family as well. <laughs> Even though they all had their heads blown off by a shotgun. Anyway. Wow, okay. Great start to the <laughs> Christmas episode. <laughs> yup, have a holly jolly I death. Mean, it's only going downhill from here. <laughs> it always anyway. does. We like to take all the happy-go-lucky topics and just ruin them for people, right? Yeah. Just talk about terrible, terrible things. And it's the most wonderful time of the year to do that. It's the most wonderful time of the year for children to be eaten. And mutilated. And yes. murdered. I mean, I feel like society needs a little more of that, right? Yeah, I don't know like what these the other fear. countries... These other countries are doing it right for Christmas. Yeah. Right. You know, we got these stupid Hallmark movies. Yeah. You know, you go to Iceland, you're going to get disemboweled and eaten. Exactly. There's no elf creature. on the shelf that you can't touch there cutting up your pajamas while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Elf in the shelf will slit your throat while you're sleeping. It's serious. Yeah. I mean, they scare the bejesus out of kids so that they will behave. Yep. Evidently. Yeah, so we're going to talk about them on this episode of Christmas Parababble. Yeah. All the terrible Christmas ghosts and ghoulies. The worst worst we get is like, oh, Santa Claus will put coal in your stocking if you're not good boy and a girl. Little shits. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of uh, whipping going on. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, a lot of kidnapping, whipping. Yeah. Yep. Eating of children. Cooking alive, disemboweling. Yep. yep. All the fun stuff. Yeah. This I don't is, know what country is the... it is either that has that parade where they have all the the people dressed up like Krampus. Have you seen this? Yeah. It's in like either like Norway or Iceland or like one of the. Mm-hmm those kinds of countries and it's great i just want to go because it looks like halloween but it's christmas that's how it should be yeah i mean you know and they even like will jump into the crowd and start like hitting people and like pick up people and try to like run away with them yeah it's great that's what krampus does it's austria there we go but I, I'm sure it's like in other places now since Krampus has uh, come a long way since yeah. Parabellal started. Yeah. Back, back when we first did our first Krampus Christmas episodes, Yes. it wasn't as huge as it is now. No, and we were trendsetters. We were. We knew that that was going to become a popular thing. Now he's got like everything from movies and comic books and all kinds of stuff devoted just to him. Yeah. Move over, Santa. Christmas is getting a makeover. Yeah. <laughs> fine with me well yeah i mean it's fine with me too it's all a big scam anyway exactly i mean everything that has to do with christmas is just related to paganism yes i love how all the christians are like it's, it's jesus's, jesus's birthday. birthday except it's not yeah put up your christmas tree <laughs> pagan put your stockings out pagan <laughs> put your ornaments on the tree pagan what gifts 
Pagan. No, no, we can't. I can't hear any of this. No. <laughs> it's all star on the top of the tree. Pagan. No, stop. No. No. <laughs> Jesus, though. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Hobby Lobby makes so much money off of Christmas. <laughs> and they won't even sell a Halloween item. All right. Back on track. We're already off topic. Isn't that's, that great? That's what we do. Yep. Okay. So we want to make Christmas Christmas again. Yeah, that's, that's our goal this year. <laughs> we want to bring the fear back into Christmas. Yeah. I like this. So we're going to talk it. about some really terrible, scary beings that are Christmas past, but maybe not. I hope not. Well, there's still lots well, they, of traditions out there that believe in them. Yeah, not in Europe. Yes. We need to we need to adapt some of these traditions and bring I them agree. overseas. Yeah. Forget the holly jolly fat little yeah, man in the ho- red suit. No more holly jolly bullshit. Nope. Yeah. There's no elves making toys. No. Nope. There's elves. We're going to talk about them, but they yep. are not doing those kinds of things. No, they're not. All right. So I think we just have to just touch base on Krampus. Right yeah, off the bat. Because he's, right? he's the MVP of this all. He is. And we're he's, not going to go in depth, I guess, because no. we already did twice. Yes. But he is the granddaddy. We have to pay homage to that. Yes. So he is the scariest, weirdest looking thing. He's great. He's like combination of like cloven foot, horned, hairy, beast man with a big red sack <laughs> <laughs> full of not toys. No. <laughs> Slightly off topic. Have you ever been to a Hoffer House in Buffalo? No. Okay. They, they're they like a German. German, yes. Yeah. Yep. I've seen like pictures of it and yeah. Was there a few weeks ago? They have, you walk in and if you look straight up, they have a life-size seven foot tall Krampus statue. That's And that's amazing. something that I want on my front lawn, but I'm not allowed to. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Put it on your Christmas list. <laughs> that right now. I don't know if Santa would bring it because it's kind of anti-Santa. Maybe Krampus will bring it. Maybe. I don't know. Have you been good or bad? I've been good to Krampus. Well, then you probably won't wake up with, you know, marks all over you from switches. (laughs) You'll stay in your bed, I guess. Yeah. So he's scary. And if you misbehave, he's going to come and drag you away. Yes. And take you to a very scary place. Where you will never return from ever again. With all the other bad children. Yep. Okay. So, that's Krampus. Yeah. But he's not alone. No, he's not. Mm -mm. He's definitely not. He's got lots and lots of like-minded people. Or monsters or... Cats. Cats. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I don't even know where to start, but there's so many of them. I was really surprised. Mm Mm-hmm. And pleased to see how many of them there were. <laughs> and pleased. Yeah. Do you just want to go back and forth? Sure. You it too. warmed your heart. Yes. It did. It warmed my heart to find out about the Icelandic Yule Cat, <laughs> also known as Jökulturin. Jökulturin. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, I think we talked about him a little bit on the Krampus episodes before, but you know, it's worth going into again. Uh, but he eats people. Yeah. Kids. Why not? Yeah, he's tied to an Icelandic tradition in which those who finished all their work on time received new clothes for Christmas, while those who were lazy did not. To encourage children to work hard, parents told the tale of the Yule Cat, saying that 
you could tell who the lazy children were because they did not have at least one new item of clothing for Christmas. At which point the children would then be sacrificed to the Yule Cat. So you don't want to be poor. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're poor and you can't afford a new article of clothing for Christmas, you better run and hide. Because the Yule Cat is going to come and eat you. Yes, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's... So do your chores. Super dark, yeah. Or they will feed you to a... Uh, a Yule Cat. Supernatural cat that yeah. will kill you. With big, huge claws. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be have big claws if he's eating and killing children. Do right? you think the kids were just, like, freaking out and being like, Oh my god, I need my new socks if I don't get my new socks? Probably. The Yule Cat's going to come and eat me. Like, I'm going to do all my chores. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, get afraid of, like... Like their their pet cats, if they had them. Oh my god! Like it's going to turn into that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting about this whole tradition because I don't know if, when you were growing up if you ever had like your Christmas outfit. No. See, like when we were growing up, we would always get like a Christmas outfit because that's like what mm-hmm. you wore. It was like dressy for Christmas, and I think it's really interesting that there might be some connection between that like folklore. You know, and it just gets passed down, passed down, passed down. Like, obviously, now we're not thinking that some Yule Cat is going to come and eat children. They should. But it's like, oh, did you get your Christmas dress? Oh, did you get your Christmas outfit? Good point. Yeah. Got to keep that Yule Cat away. Yeah. So the Yule Cat is not alone, though. He's not. He's definitely not alone. He's got, like, a whole family. He does. So the mom... What do you want to tell us about her? So I'm scared. The, the Yule Cat lives with someone called Gryla. 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 Okay. She's an ogress. <laughs> it's the female version of ogre. Okay, gotcha. If so like Fiona from Shrek. That's what I was thinking when I was reading this. So it made it slightly <laughs> less terrifying. But it, it's still pretty bad if you just forget about Shrek. Because she lives in the mountains of Iceland. And the stories about her vary, but they say that she's kind of like a, a boogeyman who enjoys scaring people. But uh, other stories say that she murders people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see, what do we have here? So she kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. Yep. According to legend, she has three different husbands... And 72 children of her own, who all cause trouble of their own, ranging from harmless to mischief to murder. And, like I said, if the house isn't crowded enough with Ryla, three husbands and 72 kids, the Yule Cat lives there too. And also, she is the mother to the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads. They sound like a gang, don't they? They do. They kind of are a gang. So, they all have names in Icelandic language that I was not going to attempt to even pronounce because obviously not only would I butcher them, but it would just be probably offensive. So I'm going to tell you about them using their English translations. Um, and they are all very interesting. So there is Sheep Cody Claude. Uh, he harasses sheep and is impaired by his stiff peg leg. I don't know how he got a peg leg. Maybe the Yule Cat tried to eat it. Yeah. But that's what he does. 
upset yeah. with him from he just all the harassment. Runs around and tries to get the sheep. Then there's Bull Licker. Bull Licker. Yes. What does he do? He hides under beds, waiting for someone to put down their askir, which is a type of bull, which he then steals and licks clean. That doesn't sound too menacing. It doesn't, but I don't know what's in the bowl and why Wait, it would be why, under the why bed. In the bed, yeah. Who puts their bowl? Wait, it's bowl liquor, B O W L. Mm-hmm. I thought you said bowl liquor, like oh, no. B O L L. It's B O W L, and it kind of makes me think of like chamber pots. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that would make sense. I mean, it? why else would he be hiding under someone's bed, waiting for them to put down this particular bowl? That guy's weird. Yes. Then there's doorway sniffer. <laughs> what does he do? I wonder. He has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Lafa Broad. Lafa Broad? Yes. What's that? Good question. Oh, okay. Um, then there's Meat Hook. He uses a hook to steal meat. These are amazing names. Door Slammer. He likes to slam doors, especially during the night. I wonder if Door Slammer and Door Sniffer ever get into it. He no. just he just runs around <laughs> slamming doors. What an asshole. Yeah. No wonder the Winchester house is haunted. Right? <laughs> door Slammer's running around there. Then there's the Gully Glock. Um, he hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. Okay. Yeah. He just steals the milk. Um, Stubby. He's abnormally short and steals pans to eat the crust left on them. The crust? Mm-hmm. Like, like pie crusts? Mm-hmm. Scatter Gobbler, who's a Yule lad with an affinity for scar, which is some type of, like, yogurt. He just likes that, so he eats it all the mm. time. The Candle Stealer. <laughs> what does he do? He follows children in order to steer their candles, which in those days were made of tallow and thus edible. Um, Not a whole lot of kids carrying around candles these days, I no, think. No, no. He would steal their cell phones now. He would. He'd be like, ooh. Give me your iPad, you little shit. Yes. Yeah. And he would, I don't know if he'd try to eat it. Maybe he'd just smash it. He'd be like the yeah. the iPad smasher. And the kid would have a tantrum. Yes. And their mom would have to buy him a new one. <laughs> the sausage sniper. Um, he would hide <laughs> in the rafters and snatch sausages that were being smoked. See, that one could have gone either way. He could have been, like, stealing the sausages, or he could have been, like, throwing them at people. He could have, yes. Um, spoon licker. <laughs> he steals a specific type of wooden spoon to lick and is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Because, you know, there's not a lot of nutrition that he's getting just from whatever's left over on the ladles. I could see that. Um, pot licker. <laughs> pot licker. He steals <laughs> leftovers from pots. <laughs> uh, then we have the window peeper. So he's a voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. And there's like little cartoon depictions of each one of these. They are ridiculous. Just as ridiculous as their names? Yes. Okay. And then there's, um, you know, one of Gryla's husbands who they said is not that evil, but just really lazy. So those are the lads of Yule that are running around causing chaos Doing all kinds of ridiculous things. So some of them are clearly smarter than the others because a lot of them are just like bowl liquor, spoon liquor, shoe liquor. And they're just like running around licking random objects. Yes. 
Whereas you got one that's like sausage stealer and he's like stealing like full sausages where the other ones are like starving to death. Right. So this website that I, I found a lot of this information on Hornet, um, I have to read you what it says about the 13 Yule Lads. You can think of the 13 Yule Lads as Santa's little helpers back before Santa was a thing. Each Yule Lad had a nickname related to his particular brand of mischiefness. Stubby, the short one, steals pans to eat the fried bits stuck to them. Sausage Swiper hides in the rafters and steals meat when no one's looking. Sheep Cody Clod plays in ravines and harasses sheep. When not stealing food or bothering livestock, the U lads leave gifts or rotten potatoes in children's shoes, depending on how good the kids have been. In other versions, they just kill the kids. Charming. That's nice. Yeah. So they're either like licking chamber pots or killing children. Yes. Causing mischief wherever they go. Hmm. So, like, screw the seven dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, they should make a movie about the, the yes. Yule Lads. These are the Yule Lads that are kind of look like dwarfs. They're all, like, old men with, like, white hair and beards of varying physical stature. But they are definitely mischief makers. And if you get out of line, you either get a rotten potato or you get eaten. Or they'll lick your spoon. <laughs> ridiculous but, but amazing but kind of fun time. yeah i like it i especially like door slammer like door that's, slammer. that's just creative right I, I could see like door slammer and door sniffer they just you know they're getting into it they don't like each other yeah one's trying to sniff out what the other one's doing the other one's just trying to evade him by slamming doors and the other random liquors are like jealous of the sausage yep. eater. they're just in the kitchen with spoons and pots yeah. and pans they're, they're and... like just licking like random liquids off of a spoon and yeah. that's all their nutrition and they yeah. got their brother the the sausage sniffer yes eating sausages he's probably like and meat hook who's just stealing himself. meat with a hook see that's a little more smart too then i guess more smart just got a long hook if you see the depiction of him no. he's, he's just got a long hook <laughs> i guess whatever works right yeah but if your mother was you know Chris. yeah i mean you would probably want to run away and be mischievous also probably mm-hmm. so that's some great Icelandic tradition right yeah they <laughs> do a great job of Christmas over there they do you know as do other countries out in Europe like Germany oh we're going to Germany we're going to Germany all right uh well the Pennsylvania Dutch country by way of Germany a guy named Bell's Nickel Oh, Bell's Nickel. You heard of Bell's Nickel before? I have heard of him, yes. Yeah, so he uh, he's depicted as like this uh, this creepy guy that's usually wearing tattered old clothing and with raggedy fur. And he carries around a switch. I was like, what the hell is a switch? I had to look it up. It's like a little thing to beat people with. Yeah, it's like you never had like, go out in the backyard and get me a switch. No. I think <laughs> of like a light switch. No. Yeah. It's like a twig. It's like a long twig. See, I, I never heard that before. <laughs> You didn't have enough discipline growing up. I guess not. <laughs> we should call my mom and ask her, like, why didn't you have a switch to beat me with as a kid? <laughs> I wonder if she's, if she's listening. Text me and let me know why. Um, she's not. But so My mom had a wooden spoon, which I guess would take the place of the switch. Yeah, that was that was an Italian thing to do. Huh? Yes. Yep. They didn't go get yeah. switches. They just grabbed the spoon. The spoon was their switch. Yes. Okay. So he grabs these switches. Yeah. And he, and he frightens children. Um, but he rewards good kids with candy. 
Oh, okay. And the bad kids, he beats with a switch. But in minor detailings, he uh, he just kind of threatens him with it. So he's like, Janie, you get a candy cane. Jimmy, you get the switch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you better be on the on the good side of things. Yeah. Um, there is an episode of The Office where Dwight dressed as Bell's Nickel. <laughs> that does not surprise me. Yeah. Did um, he come bearing candy or did he have a switch? I'm sure he had a switch. I hope he did. I don't remember. <laughs> He's running around hitting everyone. Yeah. So there, there are several other um, characters from German folklore who dull out beatings to children who uh, misbehave throughout the year. They all kind of um, leave St. Nicholas to uh, reward them, where they, they just dull out the beatings. Okay. So... It's a little more uh, mild than some of the other ones on our list, I guess. He's just beating kids. Yeah. He's not murdering them. I mean, it's definitely more mild than a zombie Christmas horse. Yeah. <laughs> did I you would... did you hear about this one? I have not. This one is a little... There's a picture of it, um, and it's kind of scary to look at. But it is the Christmas zombie horse. This is Welsh, so we're still in the same area. Oh, Welsh. Yep. We like to, you know, make sure that we stay within that area, I guess, for super creepy Christmas things. Because yeah. what Christmas is not complete without a Christmas zombie horse? Mine will never be, no. Exactly. <laughs> so um, Welsh revelers dress up in this creepy pantomime by hoisting a horse skull upon a stick and covering its bearers in a white sheet. So this wraith-like horse of some sort walks the dark streets um, bothering neighbors for free food and hooch and traditionally the horse knocks on the door and sings a song requesting entry the homeowners refuse with a counter song and they go back and forth until the homeowners eventually relent though it's not entirely clear why perhaps it's just too good to end the creepiness and public embarrassment of those being panhandled by a dead singing horse so somebody has to be the horse every year <laughs> and they get this horse skull from, I don't know where, I don't know where you're getting that. There's white sheet and they put it on a stick and they go to house to house and they sing a song about, give me your food, give me your drink. And the people are like, no, 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 don't come in. And it's this whole thing that they go back and forth doing until finally they're like, fine, fine, come in. And then you get to put the horse skull <laughs> down against the side of the doorway and come in and get some food and some drink. And then you just pick it up and carry on to the next house. Sort of like trick-or-treating. I was going to say, it sounds like a different holiday. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's a Christmas zombie horse. That's nice. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to see, like, in my head, you know how people have, like, nativity scenes with all, like, those Jesus people? Yes. I'm starting to see, like, something I could do on my front lawn with, like, Krampus, the Yule Lads, yes. the zombie horse. Yes. Like, have a whole nice display out there. Absolutely. I think that would go over well in the neighborhood, well, or any neighborhood. I mean, does it matter? It's all pagan anyway. They don't know that. <laughs> well, they're going to after this episode, right? They already turned it off at this point. <laughs> but it's so good. I, yeah, I think so. There's so there's so many people still to talk about. If anybody else is uh, still listening, they probably do too, I suppose. So, all right, who's next on your list? Hans Trapp. Hans Trapp. Hans Trapp. Okay. I like ones that are easy to pronounce. 
Yeah, me too. They translate well. I butcher some of these. So do I. As I usually do as tradition. Uh, so Hans Trapp, uh, it was said that he was a real man. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, from France. And he was rich and greedy and evil. He was a Satanist. Oh, so he was like Scrooge, but... But was Satan. But was Satan. <laughs> yeah, and he was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Uh, they exiled him into a forest where supposedly he preyed upon children while disguised as a scarecrow. He would um, lure kids into the woods and eat them. Ooh, okay. So that got dark real quick. It did. And legend has it that one day God was tired of his Satanism and children eating. And he was struck by lightning and killed. But uh, legend still has says he that, came back you know, to life. He's you know he still he still haunts the woods dressed as a scarecrow, and scares children into being good. Just scares them though. It doesn't say that he's still eating kids. I but. like how we are bringing the Hall- the Halloween element into Christmas. Yeah, it's are very we? Nightmare Before Christmas ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. we had a zombie Christmas horse. You know, going around like trick or treating through neighborhoods. Now we have a scarecrow running around. Yeah, eating um, children. Eating children. Yeah. Although he's not eating children now after he's dead, it doesn't make sense to me really. Yeah, because he wouldn't have an appetite anymore. I guess so. If he's a ghost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, was a real person. Supposedly. God struck him down, but then brought him back to life <laughs> as a ghost. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Seems yeah. a little counter counterintuitive there. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this Halloween vibe going and talk about the Christmas witch. What's her name? Bifana. Bifana. La Bifana. La Bifana. So La Bifana gets around. She comes from Italy, but she's also seen in parts of Russia and Eastern Europe. She goes by slightly different names there. Uh, but her M.O. is the same no matter what she's called. So she's also known as the Christmas Witch. And like Bell's Nickel, she'll give punishments and prizes. So if you're good, you'll get cookies and gifts. But if you're bad, you'll get coal. And if you stay up and catch a glimpse of her, she'll whack you with her broom. Hmm. I don't want to be outside looking for Santa and the sleigh. I want to be outside looking for La Bafana. La Bafana. Yes. So she can give me treats. And then when I see her, she can hit me with her broom. <laughs> She's a little more... I guess she could be more mainstream, I guess. She, right? If, if Christmas any of these, if I, Yeah, she's not, like, killing people. No. She's just hitting them with her broom. You she's know? like, oh, you're a good little children. Here's some candies for you. And then, you know, when they're like, oh, look, it's La Pafana. Then she flies down and hits you with her broom. Sounds like any old Italian woman I've ever <laughs> right? known. I like it. All right. What else you got there? I have another Christmas witch. Oh, okay. Let's go through that one. Her name is Frau Prachetta. 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 Okay. From Germany or Austria. Okay. She's a little more extreme than Bafana. So it's said that during the 12 days of Christmas, which is from December 25th through January 6th, she uh, either rewards good children or she doles out punishments. So the punishments consist of, she will rip out your internal organs <laughs> and replace them with garbage. Oh my God. That's like super serious. 
<laughs> so. <laughs> I just, I can't. She'll rip out your insides and replace them with garbage. I just imagine like this old crusty woman like running around with like a bag full of garbage. <laughs> just like. I, I can't. Okay. Is there children's books about this? I would hope so. <laughs> we need to see if we can find one. So it does say that uh, there, there there, might be some connection between Fra Bruschetta and the Italian witch La Bafana. Oh, except La Bafana seems so it, much it, nicer. It says, but La Bafana isn't really a monster. She's she's a good witch who leaves presents and occasionally has people with brooms. Yes. She's not replacing your internal organs <laughs> with garbage. literal garbage. I really like that one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, what kind of garbage? I don't know. Any, any shit she finds anywhere? <laughs> it's like she's just emptying she garbage like, cans. Yeah. Like, this will do. She's just dumpster diving. Oh <laughs> she's like, God. She's like, yeah, and I got to go fill that kid up. I'm going to go stop at the dumpster. It brings a whole new meaning to you're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, well... Uh, along those same Italian lines, um, there are the stragelli. Stragelli. Which are freaking scary looking things. They're like, so shaggy horned beasts that just roam the countryside and they get their kicks from stealing naughty children and occasionally tearing them to pieces. That's so they nice. don't eat them. Mm-hmm. They're just. They're just doing it for sport. Yeah. Yep. They're just going through the countryside. Oh, you're bad? Tearing you to pieces and then just leaving you there. Because they don't even want to eat you. You're so Hmm. bad. But it says that you can protect yourself from these by simply leaving out your leftovers. Because that they will eat. Oh, okay. (laughs) So if you just leave your leftovers out. Just leave a half-eaten pizza on your front soup. Yes, you know, part of Christmas ham, whatever it is, to appease them so that they don't come and rip your children into pieces <laughs> okay well i guess that's something <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> there's a lot of children murder in this episode of there is. battle there is we take no personal responsibility no it's all it's all uh fair Pichetta's fault <laughs> and uh what's what's they're called this how do you say it the stragelli Str- yes big hairy mm-hmm. beasts Horns and rip teeth your and shoulder claws. apart. <laughs> all over, all over a half-eaten piece of pizza. This is why I would be an awful parent because they wouldn't learn just about Santa Claus. <laughs> you would tell them about all these things. Of course, I would. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how you whip those kids into shape. Yeah. Again, Elf on a Shelf's not doing it, people. No. You got to start bringing some of these traditions into yeah. your homes. You know, I mean, they're they're varying ranges of severity. You know, depending on how much of a little brat your kid is. Right. Yep. You know, you could either get, get beaten with a broom by La Bafania or, you know, have their internal organs replaced by garbage by Fra Porchetta. <laughs> hey, you pick, kid. You, you pick, pick. You pick. See what kind of uh, levels of, you know, yeah. discipline they need. Yeah. You start out with, like, maybe La Bafana, mm-hmm. and it just goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're tears. They're levels. Mm-hmm. It's like squid games for... <laughs> yeah. For kids who misbehave around Christmas time. There's something. There's an idea. Yep. All this terrible stuff happening right on Jesus' birthday. It's terrible. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> 
the savior's born, your guts are ripped out and stuffed up with garbage. Yeah, or ripped apart or eaten. And, yep. Mm. I have one more murderer. Oh, okay. For the for the holiday please season. Sh- please share. I'm 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 so curious to see what we haven't heard about yet. It's, it's another French person. Oh, the French man. The French, the the Austrian, the German, yeah. the Icelandic. I know. They know what they're doing. <laughs> so Pierre Futard. Okay. The French legend of this guy. Um, the name translates to Father Whipper. Father Whipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess what he does? <laughs> does he whip little children? No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh no! What does he do? So he was known as an evil butcher who carved children up to eat them. <laughs> his process included uh, luring children into his butcher shop with his wife. Where he killed them, chopped them up, and this little detail was very important to me. He salted them before oh, he ate them. So he cured them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we could have some for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so legend has it that Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus, okay, came to the rescue, resurrected the boys that Pierre Futard uh, killed, cooked, and salted, and then took him away and made him his servant. His job to this day, he's working as Santa Claus's assistant to uh, dispense punishment on bad children. Oh. I don't know. I don't think he's probably, like, I don't have the details as to what he's doing currently. Uh-huh. But I don't think if Santa Claus came to rescue these kids, I don't think he's letting them butcher him still. Probably not. Probably not. But It's like a tame version He of saw Pierre. something in him. Yeah. Yeah, he thought he could be useful. Yeah, so he hired him. I wonder if he, like, travels on the sled also. I don't know. <laughs> the sled's a very American tradition. Yeah. <laughs> All these things that we have that are, like, so happy and joyful and, yeah. Pierre drives a refrigerated truck to keep all the fresh children fresh. <laughs> fresh and salted. Yeah. He's a salty fellow. Salted and salted. Cannot forget that part. Oh my goodness. You know, he's not just eating them like the Yule cat. You know, he's putting some preparation into them, you I, know. I don't even know what to think about that. He's probably, you know, watching Hell's Kitchen, getting ideas from Gordon Ramsay and <laughs> it's like I know what I'll do before I, mean, I eat this kid that I just butchered, I'm gonna salt him. You would think with all of these crazy stories and like folklore that kids never misbehaved. I mean, you'd be so scared to. I would think so. Right? Maybe that's why kids are so misbehaved today. And today, and back in my day. Because we don't know. have any of those. Yeah, I don't know. Kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, I don't remember any from when I was a kid. No, we never heard any stories like this. It, like you said earlier, it was like you get a lump of coal in your stocking. That was the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. No presents for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Nobody was coming and ripping out your insides yeah. and stuffing them full of garbage or whipping you with things or... Salting you and eating you. Stealing you, you and kidnapping you and bringing you into the woods. Mm-hmm. Dressed as a scarecrow. Dressed as a scarecrow. <laughs> Beating you. You know, I think that switch. it's good that we're keeping these traditional stories alive. Yeah. Right? Someone has to. Yeah. I mean, if the scariest thing we have in American culture is the Grinch. (laughs) And even then. 
Not he turns, scary. He turns good at the end. He does, right? His heart grew five times the size. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, everything's got to have that happy ending. Yeah, not in other parts of the world. Not in other parts of the world. Let's bring it, let's, let's import some of these traditions. Let's start the first Krampus parade here. That'd be great. I agree. I want to see some of these, like, come more into the mainstream. We'll have to post some pictures of the lad, the Yule lads. Yes. At the very least, so that you can enjoy all the... Door sniffing and bowl looking. Yes. Exactly. So what have we learned from this episode? Christmas isn't so bad. No. <laughs> it's really not. There's a lot of things out there. That, a lot of stories you can learn about. Yeah, it's a lot the, of lessons to be told. Most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. 